We're going to a bar mitzvah in Atlanta this weekend, me and my girlfriend. They asked us to bring bagels to bar mitzvah, and we weren't really thinking. What? We're like, because we live we live in New York, and I guess the bagels are oh, their shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Wait, how many are you supposed to bring? A hundred and twenty. Ship them. <laughs> just, They're just, just going to be like stuffed no. in our carry-ons. No, no, no. How, no, no were no, you no. like, have no. you heard of Gold Belly? That's Mike. You need to. Can you join the podcast to talk about this? No, you 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 have them That's shipped there. You do not insane. bring the bagels. Yeah, goldbelly.com. I think our preliminary thing. We bought the bagels. Don't do or, this. Like we no, ordered you, them. You bought the bagels already. Oh, okay. I was like, gonna we say, bro, them. you don't no, want no, no. two week old bagels. We're picking them up. Wait, like, wait, the day wait, we fly. wait, wait. This is ridiculous. When... <laughs> oh my god. So when when are you flying? We're flying Friday morning. Okay. And when do you need to have the Saturday, duh. And so the bagels are for the Saturday bar mitzvah? Yes. So this is appalling. I it's I'm, bad. Yeah, oh my god no she said yes and then she turned to me and was like i don't know how to do this i'm like why'd you say yes <laughs> um okay we need to talk to your girlfriend because this was a huge mistake i can't believe she said yes i'm appalled I by this no we have i have to no problem it. saying yes you just have to just we figure have to it out where it's, 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 you your involvement in this inner transaction should be what's the address and here's my credit card where did you order them from some bagel shop near us which one I don't. I don't know. So some bagel Wait, shop. Wait, so they asked catering? for like New York special they New, York bagels, for New York bagels, and you just Googled bagels. I was not involved in this at all, outside of like, how the fuck are we doing this? What? That's is involvement. It, That's involvement. Actually, that is I've involvement. Heard of. Oh my I don't god. know how to get in there. I don't think it's oh happening. God. Like, I can't conceptualize how much space that needs. Because you shouldn't even have to worry about it. Credit card I'm number, horrified. delivery address, delivery time. I'm, Those are the I'm only horrified. three things you need to know. This is so dumb. How are you so good at producing this show and so bad at producing it's bad. bagels? It's bad. In I'm deep. so disturbed. I'm just so disturbed. Yeah. Oh my god! I didn't think this show was gonna start with this kind of tenor. I just, I'm thrown. I need like a, I need a five minute break. I need a five minute break. I've never a seen Wargs so thrown. He's not thrown. We're thrown. He's just like, yeah, I can't this picture it. He's like super calm. I'm just like freaking out. They picked random bagels just for googled some like bagels near me they would on yelp and just like put in bagels and said bagels near me click god it, the people who received the bagel order it's like a pizza shop that has a couple <laughs> bagels they're just like what like, someone wants like, 120 bagels from us it's like from the us? Last even a, it's bagel in the name of the place that yes. you ordered them from yes okay it's like hot god. crust hot and crusty like doing bagels or something like that they're like europon all these all these former chains mike's like yeah sure i'll take 120 bagels from you whoever you asked for the bagels from had to ask their bagel plug for extra ones that's what happened also your bagel family must have like been like can we ask for russ and daughters would that be too much and then they didn't no. do it and now now they're just getting like random corner bagels this is shocking yeah it's bad. All around bad. Oh, my God. So what Like, what are you thinking? How will you be transporting the bagels? We have an empty suitcase. We're going to fill it up and check No, you're it. not. No, you're not. <laughs> okay. Will there be other food or yes. just bagels? If you get hungry at the on the plane, do you grab a bagel? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Back got to it. Jacoby's questions. Smoke them if you got them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Back to Jacoby's questions. Who is providing the locks? Because if Cream I were cheese. asking... My Not cousin toasting? in New York to bring bagels. I would rather them get really good locks and yes. get some fucking like ice packs and bring that. So like what are, right. as Jacoby said, where's the cream cheese and locks from? I don't know. I'm not in charge of any of that. I would, I would procure some locks and, and cream cheese just to make sure that your association with the bagel production doesn't go poorly. I, have I you feel, considered that. I feel like the cream cheese is irrelevant. I can get cream cheese in Atlanta. And I feel like it wouldn't be too different than I agree with that. Morning, oh, just get, know, get whipped. Just get whipped cream cheese. Exactly. And, and worst case scenario, get tempty. It's fine. Exactly. Cream cheese is the really locks, expensive right now. I don't want to deal with because then you got to get ice and then but you the have locks, to ship them. 
New York, but like they're significantly the better. Locks. They're significantly better. New York has the best locks. Murray's locks on the other side. It's a high variant food too. It's yeah. a high variant food. I guess we should just fucking do food news. Yeah, now. we're already doing food news. We did. We did like a full food news. We might as well do a food news. <laughs> should we get into up. the news? Let's do it. Yo, Rob Harvilla from 60 Songs That Explain the 90s here to inform you that we are back with 30 more songs because the 90s were super long and had a ton of rad music. Please join us every Wednesday for more 60 Songs That Explain the 90s only on Spotify. This episode is brought to you by Cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on Cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus, view its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. There's no better feeling than a personal win. And the State Farm Personal Price Plan can help you do just that. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with the personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. I'm Juliette Littman. And I'm I mean, Jacoby. I guess I guess put 30 minutes on the clock. I'm sorry. 30 I cut you off. minutes. I that okay. was so rude. We can get through this. I'm just like really thrown by Mike's bagels. I know. The whole face. Mike's bagel drama, Mike's bar mitzvah bagel drama, we could have done the whole half hour on. <laughs> Absolutely. Look, I mean, we, we, will, as professionals, we will follow up. As professionals, we're going to have to pretend that that didn't happen and move on with our lives. It's going to be difficult for us, but this is what this is why they pay us the big bucks to talk about food news. Mike, can you just please fucking text us a picture of the bagel oh, in your suitcase? I want live updates. I will send a picture when I have it. Yes, the food news thread is going to be popping on Sunday. The bagel suitcase is like maybe a Shark Tank invention. (laughs) (laughs) Do we do we need to talk to Mark Cuban? Listen, Mark, we're all in New York and we know that bagels and locks are a hot commodity. Let's talk about special luggage for the world's best bagels and locks. No, I, I think this is a thing. Have you ever had like a, a picnic basket backpack? Have you yeah, had one of those? Of course. It comes yeah. with like the plates and the knives and like the stuff and the and like yeah. the place for the wine and everything. Something like that for bagel transportation, we could probably make at least four thousand dollars off. Okay. Four thousand dollars. Yeah. I, mean, we I would don't say no to any dollars. But we would make four thousand. Okay, we could think about it. Can you remind me of this conversation when we get to personal food news? Because I this mine's gonna be related. I'll make a note to myself too, but just you reminded me. Copy that. All right, let's get into the news. Are you ready, Jacoby? Yes, ma'am. This article comes from a website I've never heard of before called OneGreenPlanet.org. I was poison.com. Yeah, I was poison.com. We'll check in on it at some point. Um, Really, this is something I was aware of, but I was glad for it to be circulated into my transom this week. Lewis Hamilton, are you aware of him? Am I aware? Of course. Okay, Lewis Hamilton is probably the greatest Formula One driver in the history of car racing. And um, he got screwed last season and I ride hard for Lewis should have won. But anyway, Lewis is also an entrepreneur. He's been mentioned as a potential buyer in an ownership group of Chelsea FC. He is also a great humanitarian. He also has a really pretty face. And he's an investor in a vegan burger company called Neat Food, N-E-A-T. 
They make burgers and it's been in the UK. It just opened in the US recently. Lewis's favorite city is New York. He posts about it on Instagram all the time. And one of his new investors and one of his new partners is Leonardo DiCaprio. I love this. I do too. I love it. Leo and, and Lewis. What a great duo. What a great duo. And also, I just feel like you have to be an extremely handsome, uh, 10 figure wealth, even just to, to, to be able to invest in this plant based burger joint. So I think Lewis Hamilton has one of the most beautiful faces. Like, it's just like very pretty. Like, he's just a very pretty guy. And I think Leonardo DiCaprio has a really different look. I think he's also obviously very attractive, very different kind of look though. So I'm just glad to see them mixing it up. They mm. accept all kinds of beautiful men at this company. And I, I read this article and I was like, I want one of these burgers. Now, mind you, I'm always hungry when we record food news. So that does that does influence <laughs> it. And the, the picture of the burgers looks really good. And I was sitting there looking at that and be like, I might rather have that than an actual burger burger. I know. I actually feel that way frequently. Like sometimes I'm like, actually, I'm in the mood for like something vegetable based. Um, but Lewis was one of the first or early investors in Beyond Meat when it came came to market. Um, and the burgers originally used Beyond Meat. And I'm delighted to hear about this. because I actually prefer Impossible to Beyond. I don't love the Beyond Meat. And now Neat has introduced their own formula, their own plant-based recipe. So I'm like excited to try it. Their patties are made from corn, peas, rice, chickpeas, potato, and quinoa. And they use beets, turmeric, lemon, berries, and carrots. I think this sounds really good. I don't know if you're ready for this, Juliet, but I'm going to make you power rank these threes. Okay. Beyond Impossible Mm -hmm. Veggie Burger. I'm going one, Impossible. I I legit really like an Impossible Burger. It's delicious. Number two, Veggie. Uh, but there's a really wide variance in veggie burgers. There so it is. depends. There's a lot. That's a good point. That's a really good point. Yeah. Like it really depends, but like, I like a bean burger. I like some kind of like homemade patty or whatever. Um, and then number three is beyond. I really don't like beyond. Yeah. I might go the best veggie first, mm. then impossible, then mediocre veggie, then beyond and then poor veggie. Why I didn't give you so those bad? options. Thanks. It's okay. I love when you freestyle. I respect your creativity. Likewise. Can we, can we talk about Olivia Rodrigo? Yes, let's move yes. on to Olivia Rodrigo. Good who for you. She's got so many great tunes. I like really, really enjoy her. Oh, I'm um, big into pop music now. I don't know if you know that about me, but I'm big into pop music now. And Olivia Rodrigo yeah. is woof. She last she summer goes hard around this time, the Honda Pilot. <laughs> last year around this time, you were really into Butter by uh, BTS. Um, yeah. BTS. Are you still into it? No. Okay. So you're. What else? What else is rocking in the Honda Pilot? Oh, um, the F you and your mom and your sister and your young and your broke down car. Oh, Gail, I believe her name is. Oh, oh I, I oh. don't even know that one. Wow. Oh, it's real teen angsty. It's Olivia, Olivia Rodrigo. It's just like, you know, I'm I'm 18 and my boyfriend broke up with me and I'm mad and put me in a recording studio and watch me do my thing. <laughs> well, we are talking about Olivia Rodrigo today because she's participating in a TikTok trend that I wasn't aware of. And... <laughs> <laughs> she is participating in the dirty soda trend. Jacoby, dirty soda. what is a dirty soda? Okay, dirty soda is you take like a Diet Coke and then you take like sort of like a behind the barista at Starbucks, like uh, coconut syrup, lime syrup, and put some of that sugary syrup in there. And then this is where it gets weird. Cream. Mm. Like, I don't know if it's half and half. They say cream in the article, but it's insane because you've ever had, there's a, there's a big gap between half and half and cream. So it's basically like uh, uh, what you do with your coffee, but instead of coffee, it's soda, but not soda water. It's like an actual soda. Yeah. So this reminds me of what I actually really liked as a child. I used to like a, 
uh, ice cream float with strawberry ice cream in Coca-Cola. And I think, I think this would be similar because it would have the same, if you're using cream, it would have the same texture and it would be like you said, like actual soda. Although these are mostly Italian sodas, but sometimes it's with Sprite or Coke or Diet Coke. Italian soda. Great. And great. Great job by you breaking that down, finding out the lineage of how we got here. It's a Utah-based thing. because And in Utah, they're like, hey, after a hard day's work, I love to go to one of these dirty soda shops and just unwind. And the rest of the country is like, no, 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 we do that with alcohol. Like, it's like, no, no, we, like, yeah, that's what we do too. But after a hard day's work, we go to a bar, but you're going to have some half and half and some Diet Coke, and that's totally fine, no judgment. But it sounds pretty good. It does sound good. As I told you, I think I would like it. And so this article, we got all of our information from Eater who did like a deep dive in it. And so this was happening in Utah. It was a trend, I guess, much like fry sauce. And yeah. Olivia Rodrigo posted a picture, picture of herself with a dirty soda to TikTok. And that's how it became like a huge thing. So she didn't start it, but she helped popularize it. But I find the Utah part interesting um, because do you watch The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City? Um, my wife does, and I pop in when she like sometimes she'll run into the bedroom while I'm watching NBA and be like, "You need to see this. You have no idea what like Jen Shaw just did." And I'm like, "Okay, I'm in." So I bring it up because Lisa Barlow on the show is uh, Mormon, and she drinks a ton of Diet Coke. Like she goes to Seven Up, Seven Eleven, and gets a big gulp like all the time. And so I was, I did some research when I saw that happen, and apparently. Diet Coke and just like a ton of soda is part of Utah's Mormon culture, which this article also mm. points out as it relates to dirty sodas. So, first of all, just quick time good. out, quick 20 second time out. This is why I love yeah. doing this show with you so much. You're like, I saw a woman on a reality show get a big gulp of Diet Coke. So, I did a ton of research. And that is why you <laughs> are just so perfectly you. And I love you so much. I love you too, man. It was just like, like a lot of Diet Coke and constant. <laughs> it's like Mike Francesa, same thing. I also, we're going to talk more about this. I Mike love a Francesa. Coke Zero. I, I like Mike Francesa, but I love a Coke Zero. So, But I do feel like people get really attached to their diet colas and their colas in general and like their bubbly drinks. I mean, as I talk to you, I am surrounded by two Pellegrinos in a can. Like I'm all about the bubbles myself. So this sounds really appealing. I want to try it. Maybe I'll make one. You're in the bub club. And when you first look at it, you're like, I would never put milk and soda. But then you're like, oh, but a root beer float. Of course, that's a delicacy yeah, that I enjoy. Exactly. It's like basically, it's basically just melted ice cream instead of ice cream. It's cream and sugar. It's, it's kind of like, it makes perfect sense. Now I was with a couple this weekend, shout to um, Auntie Lauren and Uncle Mike. And Auntie Lauren does root beer floats with mint chocolate chip and coffee ice cream. Not at the same time, oh, but she variants of the ice cream flavor in the root beer float and she swears by it. Your thoughts? Interesting. I don't like mint and I don't like root beer, but I could see where if you that like those great. things, that's, that's a great combo. I mean, it's similar to wanting Coke and strawberry ice cream. I can't knock it, you know? So I, I get it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't stand on the corner of Coke and strawberry ice cream Avenue and then be like, that's disgusting. What do you mean root beer and mint chocolate chip? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I support Lauren. I think that sounds like a really interesting combination. I would be open to trying it myself. Dope. Let's move on. Next, Oscar Myers come to town, everybody. And if you would like to be going to your prom in the Oscar Meyer Wienermobile, there is an opportunity to join a contest and win. It's, of course, you need to post a video to TikTok or Instagram. It shouldn't be no longer than 60 seconds. Need to include all of the information and, that, of course, the hashtag. Oscar, take me to prom. Um, Jacoby, mm-hmm. would you want to go to prom 20 in minutes. the Oscar Mayer Wienermobile? Can I break format and give my personal food news here? Yeah, because it's sure. related. Okay. 
lived in Los Angeles for four or five years. And uh, in Los Angeles, you have this this phenomenon that happens where I was like, oh, is that such and such? And you're like, of course it's such and such. If you have to ask the questions, if it is a celebrity, it is a celebrity. There was no celebrity sighting in my entire five years in Los Angeles that had me more excited than driving on the 101 South one day and the Oscar Mayer wiener pulls up. Doesn't just pull up like to my left. It's I'm going like 65. The Oscar Mayer wiener is humming past me and zooms right past me so fast. I was like, I need to get a picture of the Oscar Mayer wiener like in like IRL that I had to like speed up the Oscar Mayer wiener was flying it's much bigger than you think and it, it's like uh it's it's sort of like seeing a sasquatch like I didn't think this thing really existed and here it is right in front of me in real life it was it was a it was a life-changing experience so I would f- support anyone who would want to go to the prom in an Oscar Mayer wiener and that is my personal food news of the week <laughs> Jacoby um I did not know that the Oscar Mayer Wiener Mobile was the thing at all. Like, is this something that everyone knows about? Are you serious? Everyone knows about this. Mike Wargs is shaking his head saying, yes, I do know about that. I have no idea how to get these bagels where they need to go, but I do know that there is an Oscar Mayer Wiener Mobile. Well, like, where does it usually live? Like, how does everyone know about That's it? The thing I've... is, no one knows. It's it's much like the Sasquatch. It's just how did like, you know it's about like it, we, we all heard like it because TV? I've seen it in the commercials. This oh, is a I pop culture phenomenon. This is a pop culture <laughs> phenomenon. The Oscar Mayer Wiener does exist. It's a real thing. But I thought it would be the size of a car. It's the size of like three cars. And whoever was driving the Oscar Mayer Wiener that morning, was they had somewhere to be. Like they're so weaving like, in and out of traffic in this thing. So like people know about it. Like will yes. they make an electric one in the future because it's like such a mainstay of vehicles? Yes. Guaranteed. Huh. huh. Okay. So this is like instead of getting a limo, you get the Oscar Mayer Wiener Mobile. How yes. many people do you think can fit in it? It's the size of the car is large. Mm, the size of okay. the car that holds human beings, not so large. So I'm going to say max. Like six? Max six. But more comfortably Small group. two couples. Probably two couples. Okay. Okay. Interesting. I've never heard of the Oscar Mayer Wiener Mobile and I didn't go to prom. So nothing about the story is relatable to me. You didn't go to, to prom? I didn't go to prom. I went to after prom, but I didn't go to prom. Do you want to talk about it? No, I'm cool with it. You know, okay. 20 years later, I'm doing just fine. We so. had three couples and we hired a limo and the limo was like the dirtiest, nastiest, cigarette burned, cigarette smelling, smallest limo. I'm tall. My friends are tall. Our knees were against each other. It was a mess. We uh. would have been much better off in the Oscar Mayer Wiener. I mean, I'd like to see it. This seems like a cool, a cool thing that I could get behind, but I just had no idea this was a thing. So like when you're like, wow, I saw it. Like I just like didn't even know I should be looking out for it. Listen, we all have blind spots in our lives, and this is one of yours. <laughs> okay. Next story. Snapple's rebranding. Diet Snapple is becoming Snapple Zero. Um, I just want to talk about this nomenclature, essentially. I love this. I love this. The floor so, is yours. Yeah. So nothing is changing. It's just becoming, sorry, I should say it's zero sugar Snapple. So it's basically Snapple Zero. Um, nothing about it changing except for the name and the brand. And... I think this is genius. I, I just think that this is like, actually, maybe not genius is too strong of a word, but someone properly recognized that in 2022, diet is out. It's all about a diet as like a, a less than, like maybe like you're doing the Mediterranean diet. And so like you're eating this group of foods, but like the idea of limiting yourself, I feel like is no longer popular in the nutrition space. And so I do think that like rebranding to zero sugar will make it seem more appealing. Also, because as we've discussed on this podcast, we don't like beverages that are like the diet version. We just want like whatever it is. And so I think by saying it's like Snapple Zero Sugar, it it 
for someone who's not that familiar with the brand, which of course I am because I'm a child of the, of the eighties and drank raspberry iced tea, full sugar all the time. when I was like eight, um, peach iced tea, please don't, don't so, come near me with that raspberry, good. please. So, D- oh, please. So, I love peach iced tea. But anyway, I just feel like this is like a great rebrand and probably really smart, but I, I think there is like a real psychology to diet versus zero. I'll and, tell you what it is. Don't mind. Don't mean to interrupt. Please. But I, the, if you call it zero sugar, it's about the liquid that is inside the bottle. If you call it diet, you're making it about me. Mm. Like I'm on a diet. It's like, oh, I'm a diet person now. But it's like, no, no, no. Just describe the liquid in the bottle. Don't describe the lifestyle that I am living. I'm not living a diet lifestyle. I just want a drink that's lower calorie. So hence, I think zero sugar communicates that much better to the person who, who opens the refrigerator door and grabs that beverage. That's a really great point. It's like your, your beverage isn't judging you. It's just giving you the facts. Exactly. It's not- it's not like, oh, diet. It's just like, yeah, there's no sugar here. Carry on, drink me away. Like yeah, go it's for a, it. that's a really good point. And I do think there's a real there's like I mean, there's obviously psychology of marketing, but very smart. Also, like somehow along the way, I think it's because I'm addicted to, to sweetness. I became a Coke Zero fan over Diet Coke. Mm. Um, but like that works on works on me. I'm, I love Coke Zero. It's my favorite diet cola. My favorite cola, full stop. Oh, wait a second, wait a second. So let's imagine you walk up to the fridge. Okay. There is a Diet Coca-Cola in a can. I like cans only. Diet Coca-Cola in a can. Can only. Just one. It's, 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 there's been a rush, okay? There's one Diet Coca-Cola in a can, okay. one Coke Zero in a can, one Coke Zero cherry in a can. Okay. Power rank. Coke Zero. One. I've never had Coke Zero cherry, but I'm going to put it two because I'm curious. Oh, I'm a big Coke Zero cherry. And that's my number one. I think I would one. like it. I think I would like it. And then Diet Coke, number three. Um, It's funny you mentioned this because... I, every time I go to a bodega, look for Coke Zero in a can. Like, that's my preferred drink at a bodega if it's not like getting a bottle of water. And they always have the bottles. Bring back cans, people. I want I, the can. I want the dust and the, the bodega cat oils that come on top of the can <laughs> to mix with my beverage. I think people really just, just they think that the top, the top of the bottle you take off, it's so clean where you drink <laughs> from. I, I yeah. want that contamination that gives it that New York City zest. You know what I mean? At my bodega where I'm buying loose pieces of candy that I have no idea how they got them, I also want a can of soda that has dust on it. That's yes. definitely what I want. Yes, it adds to the experience and the flavor. I like the feel of the cold of the metal, the aluminum. It, it Me too. translates some of that cold. I like a can experience much more. Also, I feel like once we made this move to 20-ounce bottles, too much. Mm-hmm. Too much. Too much. I agree. In fact, I like a 10-ounce can at home. The little ones, it's great. Oh, it's those a are great. Amount. Those are yeah, great. Did you see they introduced super. little 10-ounce cans of Diet Cokes where we record this podcast? Uh, I did not, but that's thrilling. I got to well, talk to someone about getting Coke Zero, though. Well, I'm about to take producer Mike's bagel transporting <laughs> bagel transporting luggage and fill it up with Coke Zero, Coke Diet Cokes, and bring it home. <laughs> that's a great idea. It's just, it's beverage luggage, food and beverage luggage. This is actually a good idea. This actually this is, is not a bad idea. Yeah. We're going to, we're going to call Mark Cuban after this podcast. It's going to be difficult because TSA is going to be like, sorry, you can only take three ounces of liquids. So <laughs> maybe not the beverage part. We got to keep going. One that we didn't mention we're going to do, but I just think we need to hit on this. Pete Davidson and Kim Kardashian had fucking pizza after Again. the Met Gala. It's like, we get it. You love pizza. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It, it was also like, it, it's not like they hit the local pizza shop. It was like some truck sitting outside that was like probably there just to get promoted. It's just. 
Yeah, they were like at an after party. They had donuts and pizza. She probably got paid to to take of a course, picture. Of course, she posted about it. It's all. It's we're all just being manipulated. But but like if you I, I go just, if you transition into the booze news, mm-hmm. I can make it work. Can I? Trust I just want to say one thing first. Of course. I hate the Kardashians. I've said it a lot of times. I, I just have a lot of problems with how they peddle beauty products. I am not okay with Kim Kardashian adopting pizza into her persona. Great like point. this is this is not okay. Pizza is a food of the people. Pizza is a You're food a of Italy. Pizza is a food of New York. Kim Kardashian is not a person. She's not from New York. She's not from Italy. And if you I, read if you read this stupid article, she's like, I had to fit into this dress, this Marilyn Monroe dress that I wore, the actual dress from 60 years ago. I had to lose 16 pounds. So that's why I had the pizza. I'm just like, just go away. Go away. Seriously. I do I don't I don't care. It's like this is not about you. And I cannot, I will not allow Kim Kardashian to co-opt pizza. Like yeah. one of the world's most popular foods. That is fucking not okay. Stay what were you going to say about, about booze? No, if you transition to the booze news story, I've got a, a, a Pete Davidson oh, Okay. Tie. Should we hit some booze news? Let's do booze news. Oktoberfest is back, people. It hasn't happened for two years because of COVID, but finally Munich is getting its party on and Oktoberfest is returning. Jacoby, what do you think? When I was younger, St. Patrick's Day was a lot of fun for me, part Irish. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Cinco de Mayo, always fun for me, especially when I lived in Los Angeles. Um, Oktoberfest, no appeal. So you want me to, wait, drink tons and tons of beer, right? My stomach is already feeling full. And then mm-hmm. eat gigantic pretzels, super carby, and then like bratwurst? It just seems like <laughs> like my whole body is right now is just, is, is just full Ten and minutes. slow and bloated and no no i am not a great daytime drinker because i get sleepy like i would definitely need a nap at like three o'clock so that would be a challenge for me however i would love to go to munich and have some beer i mean i just think that seems really fun i think outdoor drinking in europe is a lot more appealing than outdoor drinking anywhere in the u.s like i did the tailgate thing i went to college in the midwest and like yeah that's fun but this just seems a lot better i i think also I love a love a brat. I I, w- I would be happy with the whole thing. I think the problem is the longevity. Like, am I supposed to do like so multiple full. days in a row? Like, how After do you do that? After two hours of beers and pretzels and bratwurst, I'm I'm done. Yeah, I'm done. Same, same. I I don't know. It's like it it does sound fun though. It's like a giant European tailgate. I, I when people used to go abroad and they would like post their pictures on Facebook of them at, at uh, Oktoberfest, I was jealous. So you are so much younger than me. When people went abroad, <laughs> we didn't have the f- cell phones. I'm the first Facebook class. I was the class of 04 in high school and I had Facebook all four years. Wow. So there you go. We would go to of Dwayne college, Reed and say. develop the, the film from the disposable camera that we <laughs> took to Europe and see what the pictures looked like afterwards. You know, I do. I did recently get um, some pictures developed from a, a trip to Hawaii that was like seven years ago. Um, let's move on to our taste test. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. 
For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Woo! We today are tasting new M&M's. Crunchy cookie M&M's. I'm super stoked. I bought these on Sunday. Today is several days after that. I've been waiting to have them. And I'm like, they've been staring at me in the face. I haven't opened the package. <laughs> she's showing us the package <laughs> because she's not sure that we believe she hasn't opened it. But I like, just... I also want to say to introduce this is um, our producers that are brilliant put up a social media post about the difference between peanut M&Ms and peanut butter M&Ms and Reese's Pieces. And I feel that I was unjustly um, uh, portrayed. Why? You were wrong. Are you just upset that you were wrong? Many people agree that Reese's Pieces suck and that peanut butter M&Ms are good. That's like, what, not the what's... point. See, this is, you're doing it again. You're doing it again. You're doing what it again. What am I doing? My point was that the, the superior of all of these things is the peanut M&M. That's I my don't only agree. point. My point is I like peanut butter M&Ms the most of all of those. And the people agreed. You're wrong and they're wrong. However, how do you even know? that you like peanut butter M&M's the most when you've never tried crunchy cookie M&M's. Okay, I am really excited about crunchy cookie. Jacoby, you can go first. First of all, the smell's amazing. Oh, no, no. I, I, I'm going to go first because uh, me and Mike Warwick had a little conversation about the interior of it. When you hear crunchy cookie, you think like cookie dough, right? And you're thinking maybe it's no, that soft. Maybe it has that soft interior. But when you look at the picture of the green M&M that is opening it, there's an explosion of crunchiness coming from the M&M that is being cracked in half. Yes. It gives you an indication that it is a true crispy cookie. Well, I really like pretzel M&Ms. Have you had those? I've had every M&M. Pretzel M&Ms are great, and those are crunchy inside. So I was expecting a similar texture experience to that, but we'll find out. Underrated I mean, I... are those like uh, crisp M&Ms. Those have, they have that sort of like uh, rice crispy inside. I don't like think a I've thousand had that. gram bar. Oh, well, I guess you're just inexperienced good. when it comes to M&M's. These smell really good. I'm so excited. Can I have one? Yes, you can. <laughs> but one. I think one is, a, is an inappropriate representation of how the normal human being eats M&M's. Mm. Oh, she's got a look on her face. She doesn't seem happy. She no, doesn't I'm seem happy. Still, I'm experiencing it. Oh, she's experiencing. That's your experiencing face? This is amazing. Watching you eat these is mm. more fun than eating them. <laughs> she now popped her third. She's still experiencing. It doesn't have a cookie taste. It just tastes like an M&M with crunch. I don't know about this. The pretzel M&Ms, I think, are more successful what they do because you can taste a pretzel. This is just kind of like... Oh, if you blindfolded me, I would just be like, what are these? Yeah. They kind of taste like a Kit Kat, kind of, like a wafer. It tastes... um, It doesn't taste like an M&M or a cookie M&M. Also, they're kind of small. I think they needed to get more cookie in there, and they actually would have been better... If it was cookie dough instead exactly. of Exactly. That's exactly cookie. what I was about to say. I was like, if you put me in this meeting, I'm like, guys, I love this idea. But like, you know, cookie dough exists. And it's got the perfect consistency to be surrounded by a hard candy shell and some chocolate. That just seems like a no brainer. Why are we doing this crunchy cookie thing? I, and I love cookie dough bites in the movies, you know, like that's like the only time I allow myself to eat that. Even really? when I see, see it. I don't like cookie dough rated. bites alone. I find you, it gets it gets like a little boring after time. So what do you need it with? Like ice cream? It mixed or? into ice cream or like involved in something else. Yeah. Or like cooked into a cookie. That's what they call cookies. 
<laughs> cookies are great. Yes. I had a friend in high school who would buy popcorn and then buy candy, usually M&M's, and uh, just yes. pour, pour it in. Whoever that friend is, that should not be your friend from high school. That should be your best friend right now because I love that person. <laughs> I just like really distinctly recall um, eating that while watching like the Lord of the Rings movies. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> great stuff. I got to tell you something. You people know, especially Jacoby and Mike Wargs. I love sweets. I love candy. I don't even want to finish this. Oh my God. That's a lie. I know. That's no, a lie. I, now you're lying. Don't lie in the microphones. That's one of my I things. Won't. Don't lie in the Okay. Okay. I'm you're just going I don't, to. Don't want to. Don't want to. Yeah. Yeah. We all do things we don't want to do. Here's what I'm going to do I'm going to freeze these and see if they taste better cold. Ooh. I'll report back next week. Ooh. Food news follow up. Yeah. Food news follow up. Also, we're going to fall. We're going to, um, we're going to get David Chang to inform us about some microwave stuff. He did a whole podcast about it, so we'll follow up on that, too. Can we talk about my personal food news? Of course we can, but I love that we're so lo- lazy that we won't listen to the... We'll be like, instead of listening to that podcast where you gave all this great information about microwave, we'll have you on the R's to talk no, to I, you for 10 minutes. No, I'm going to I'm gonna listen. I'm just, then I'm going to like re- repeat his bullet points and then point you to his pod. Check okay. it out, the David Chang Show. Um, all right, my personal food news. Ready? Well, my real personal food news is I'm still recovering from Mike telling us about bringing 120 bagels <laughs> on a plane. 120. <laughs> it did remind me of something, which is I've been getting food in the mail, both solicited and unsolicited and good and bad. Um, it comes with dry ice. And when you get something frozen, like Emma's empanadas that came with dry mm, ice. Mm. When I got the um, uh, soup dumpling that I mentioned last week that came with dry ice. It's just like a lot of a lot of dry ice coming into my home. And the way you're supposed to dispose of dry ice is you're supposed to like let it evaporate. You just have to like let it go and turn back into gas. It goes from solid to gas without a, like a liquid in between. No and and you aren't supposed to touch it because you can get severely burned because it's so cold. And I'm just like, how can this possibly be a safe substance to be putting in the mail and have in my home? Like <laughs> Am I dying and I don't know about it? Like, what's what the all, hell? This is a great. This is a great personal food news because <laughs> I I ordered some mush in bulk, which I thought would save me money, <laughs> but it ended up costing me money. Terrible financial decision, and <laughs> um, and it came with a bunch of dry ice. I didn't know there was like a way to dispose of the dry ice. I was supposed to like clear out like my bathtub or my sink, open it up, not touch it, but pour it into that said place, and then allow it to evaporate. That's what I'm supposed to do. Yeah, basically. No chance. You know what I also, do? Like, I take the dry ice and throw in the trash. It's just like you're not supposed to. And then I accidentally put it in the sink with, and then I like turned on the sink. And I'm just like, this substance can't be safe. And I'm no. like, we're, I'm worried that people who aren't as, um, just unique as Mike's family asking him to bring 120 bagels are using gold belly and getting a lot of frozen food in the mail. And like, I just don't. I just feel like we're going to find out this was a bad idea. It oh, can't yeah. be good. I don't want a substance going from solid to gas regularly in the mail or in my home. I just, I can't believe Two that's a good idea. Minutes. Oh, well, I smoke weed. So I love substances that go from solid to gas But in my home. Sure, but there's like a, there's like a smoke is actually imposed... not a gas. It's some some weird science thing. Sorry. Yeah, you're you're burning something. This is like, this is a chemical change in in state. And I just don't think it should be happening inside my apartment in Brooklyn. And also, you're making some presumptions. Like, my sink isn't always free and clear of dishes. <laughs> you know, I don't always have, like, a decontamination center inside my home that's ready to take this dry ice. So I, I'm shocked by it. Because you know what I do? The dry ice comes in those, like, tinfoil bubble wrap packages. I just yeah. put that package in the trash. So what is worse for, like, our species? You allowing it to, like, go through its its uh, transformation in yeah. your sink while you breathe in those fumes and 
put your put your dishes in that very same sink moments later, or me just taking the package and putting the package in the trash. I think probably you putting the package in the trash because who knows what happens once it's like down your trash chute. I assume you have one, um, but. I don't know. It just seems bad. So uh, I'll have to investigate dry ice as well. It's just very confusing. I'm glad you brought this up because we won't talk about this on the Food News Podcast, but I have so many questions about how trash shoots work, how they're clean, <laughs> how it, the whole thing works. Like, it's, like how to, like, once I put it down the chute, what happens next? I could talk to you about that for a half an hour, but that will be when we launch a new spinoff podcast called Trash Shoot News. Isn't it surprising that like Home Alone 2 didn't seconds. include a trash shoot? No, not at all. Not surprising at all. <laughs> On that note, thank you to Mike Wargon. Thank you to his family for asking oh for 120 God. bagels. I can't wait for next week's show. Me too. I can't wait to the find out what happens. The text thread is going to be so important this weekend. <laughs> Me too. I'm clearing I want my videos, schedule. I'm staring I want at reaction my phone. videos. I want to see the locks. I want to see <laughs> the spread. I need to see everything. I'm so concerned about this. Me Are too. You check a bag of bagels, dude? Will there be dry ice involved? We'll have to find out next week. Thank you so much for listening.